It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, and welcome to the Coffee Clash. Mike, are you with us? Yes. Hi. How are you? Good, Everything's good, good. good. We're on the air. Um, welcome to the Coffee Clatch. Um, I have Thank Chuck you. Wally tonight is um, hosting our simultaneous tweet chat with the hashtag TCK. Um, All right. Tonight, you know, yeah, this, you know, we, we always have a simultaneous uh, tweet chat so everybody can interact and discuss the interview. Um, tonight, I want right. everyone to just forget about your kids, forget about your problems, and you are going to talk to the man who is just created one of the funniest, sexiest, smartest shows on TV. I mean, I think what people don't know is that this is not a simple comedy. It's not a sitcom. Um, this is one of the best dramas on TV. And um, I had tweeted about it when I watched it, um, when it first came on, and I was asked to write a review. And, you know, one of my comments was that, you know, to me it was like the midlife crisis male sex in the city, and really one of the best written and acted shows on TV. So tonight, Mike Royce. The creator, producer, and writer, men of a certain age. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate all the nice things you said. It is, honestly, I watch two shows, and this is by far my favorite television show. I well, what's that other it. stupid show you're watching? That sounds, oh, uh... The Good Wife, but they have Chris <laughs> Noth. Get Chris Noth and you're golden. Oh, <laughs> uh, there you go. Well, that's great. Of course, yeah. I mean, uh, this... The show really is incredible, and you know what really struck me initially was that it is about as far from Everybody Loves Raymond as you can get. I guess that's true. You know, it's funny because I see similarities, lots of them, but that's because I've worked on both, and and I mostly know the behind the scenes work process can be sometimes similar. But yes, the tone is certainly much much different, uh, and the situation is a lot different. Right. I mean, you know, and they're both huge successes. I mean, it's, it's a fantastic show. You know, how did you get started? Uh, how did, um, you know, I mean, the incredible success of Everybody Loves Raymond, but, um, you know, how did the this project get started? Who thought of it, you or Ray Romano? Well, Ray and I created it together, and it really just came out of conversations that we were we found ourselves having as we got together. You know, I was a writer on Raymond for three years, and then we both uh, had about a year and a half where he was just doing a couple movies here and there. I was working on another show called Lucky Louie on HBO that only lasted uh, one season. And so we got together after all that. It was about, I don't know, 18 months after Raymond was off the air, I guess. Um, and we were talking, just trying to write something together because we wrote very well together on Raymond and on other things, too. I helped him write his, his uh, book of his stand-up. Uh, and what happened was we were both kind of in this place where we, we were going through... I don't want to say it was a midlife crisis, but we were having a lot of thoughts about what's going on with the rest of our lives. <laughs> exactly. Uh, right. We had had some success. Obviously, he had a lot of success. I had success because of him. Um, but we knew that this was suddenly like that a lot of people must be in this same situation uh, where you get to the middle of your 40s or the sometimes early 40s, sometimes late 40s, or sometimes 50s maybe, maybe 30s, it depends. And you're just thinking to yourself, well, I've lived a bunch of life now. Is this where I want to be? 
you know, if I want to change, what does that entail? Usually it entails much more effort and difficulty and baggage than you had when you're 20 and you're like, yeah, I'll try this, I'll try that. You know, and, and the more we talked about it, the more we thought, you know, this would make a good, first we thought maybe a movie, but then we thought it would make a good show. We wanted to show different, the, the fact that we had these three different characters felt like, oh, that, that makes it more of a television show. Right. And, you know, you said it really is, you know, when I think of words for it, it is like midlife crisis, but it's really, you know, these men that are, you know, it's a pursuit of happiness. And, you know, they're getting to the age where, you know, to me they're starting to look at, did I reach my goals? Were the goals I really thought I wanted the, the goals that were, you know, best for me? I mean, it's it's just, it's a fantastic show. And, you know, what I find really incredible is that uh, Ray Romano has been able to completely break free of his Raymond character. I mean, when I see right. pictures of Ray Romano now, I see Joe. Right. Um, you know, and I was a big fan of Everybody Loves Raymond. Right, right. That's you know, great. That's great. Yeah, it is. I mean, well, it's it's just it's almost like we're going through our adulthood, adulthoods through these <laughs> shows that the two of you have created. Because at first we were the young families with the young children on Everybody Loves Raymond. And now, you know, he's a single father of a teen in this of two teens in this uh show and um you know you just feel like you're growing you can really relate to him he's uh you know he he it's hard to show how good an actor you are on a sitcom and i just mean Absolutely. that because the form it's a, it's a play and there's a lot of jokes and it's it's actually incre- you have to be incredibly talented and incredibly good at it but people don't take it as seriously which i think is is wrong and ray he was phenomenal on that show. Uh, you know, he brought actually quite a bit of subtlety to that kind of role. It's just that in, when you're, you know, again, when you're in that kind of role, you, you're, you're doing certain things that you, you have to amp it up a little bit sometimes. Um, but, you know, when we started doing this, we knew it would be a completely different tone, and he uh, knew exactly what he wanted to do just in terms of, uh, of, of what the, you know, how it would feel. And we created this character that he could both relate to, but that was also much different than his regular character, than his character on the sitcom. It's not, you know, a million degrees away from Ray Barone, but uh, it's certainly got a lot of differences. And, you know, we don't want to do something where it's like he's playing somebody who's completely different than himself. Right. Oh, you definitely see him in his role. But, I mean, he's an amazing actor. I mean, people will really see what he's made of when they watch the series. I, I, I think so, and I hope so, and that's sort of what I think basically happened over these last this season and a half that we've been through, is people are learning. I think at first people came to it probably expecting, oh, it's, gonna, it's Raymond, it's going to be funny, or, or sometimes the opposite. People didn't watch because they thought, oh, I didn't like Raymond. <laughs> so, and we're now, I think people are understanding, well, there's something worthwhile here, and it's different than Raymond. And even if they were a fan of Raymond, they, they're learning to love this as well. Right. And what's amazing is how you've been able to make this, um, you know, one of the funniest shows. I mean, and when I say funny, trust me, I mean, funny doesn't even begin to explain it. I mean, my husband and I just, we're cracking up when we're watching this. But yet, you know, it, you have such human emotion and drama, and it's so poignant. So you really show the frailty in your character so well. Well, thank you. Thank you. I mean, our goal that we started with was we... Dramedy is kind of a lame word. You know, usually when you hear the word dramedy, you think, well, that's great. So there's lame comedy and lame drama in one package. <laughs> it's never, you know, something powerful usually. So our our hope is that what, when, when we're trying to be, 
you know, it's supposed to be humorous that people are actually laughing. And when it's supposed to touch you that we're really grabbing for your, your heart a little bit. That's our goal, anyway. Well, you, you've I reached your goal. I'll tell you. Well, thanks. Thank you. You really have. I mean, I, I could go through so many because, you know, we haven't missed one. Um, and there were such touching moments. But, I mean, funny moments, the colonoscopy episode. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Thank you. Yes, yes. I think people hear that, <laughs> that phrase and they go, well, that sounds gross. <laughs> um, but I want to assure anybody who hasn't seen it, it's not. it has no uh, scatological oh. humor. Is that a quite uh, at a minimum? And, uh, <laughs> and you know, really I like that about their lives. And I like that about the show is that you know when to cut things because it is a sexy show. I mean, there, there are a lot of relationships. The men, I don't know, maybe because I'm hitting that certain age, but um, you know, they all have this sex appeal to them, and there are a lot of love scenes. But everything is is just done so well that there are never any uncomfortable moments. Or I mean, it's just it's really it's it's a great show. Um, the cast is really what makes, I mean, the writing, too, obviously. But this cast is phenomenal. I oh, mean, even the characters you hate, you love, like Brian White. <laughs> <laughs> Brian White is a, you know, he's a phenomenal actor. Uh, he is uh, a very unsung on this show because, yes, he plays a bit of a villain, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. as, as much as we have villains. But I think he, and he, he if, if we get the opportunity to, I, I want to, you know, make his character a little more three-dimensional than we've seen. But he, boy, he he just nails things. It's it's amazing, and he's sexy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, he's got he's, it all. He really does. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's he's, uh, he's very active on Twitter. Actually, I've spoken to him a few times. He's very approachable. Very nice he's guy. He's the king I mean, of know, Twitter. Yes. Excuse me. He's the king of Twitter. He's amazing. <laughs> okay. He really is. He's on a lot. Yeah. Uh, you know what I like about the characters is that, um, I mean, everyone has their own, I guess, demons. You know, but yet there's this incredible depth to each of them. So, you know, I want to talk about the characters individually. I mean, you know, how can you not love Joe? I mean, Ray Romano plays Joe. I mean, he's a mess. Like everyone in the world is a mess to some degree. And he just has such a kindness to him. And he's, you know, it's like at times you feel feel like he's lost or he's empty. And he's just a character you have to love. You know, how? what did you base that on? You know, I mean, the thing about Joe that I think is, is interesting, I mean, a lot of it's based on a, compend- a combination of, of people. Um, you know, some of the things we take from Ray, you know, this whole thing that we did about mind bets where he makes little bets in his head to, mm-hmm. as a way of dealing with the not gambling, but, of course, that really is gambling. That's something that Ray Romano did. Ray uh, had a little uh, problem in his 20s, you know. It's long in his past, but he knows that world. He knows, you know, uh, uh, how that works, and he, for a long time, had a little thing where he would make bets in his head on um, golf and sports and this kind of thing. That came directly out of Ray. But the interesting thing about Joe, I think, is that, and, and I think about all the characters on the show, is they're not losers. They're actually, there's one of the, you know, he, Joe's a very successful businessman. He's got kids that he loves. He's got a great, he really has, in many ways, a great life. He's not a guy who sits around going, eh, I'm 48, you know, whatever. Right. He doesn't, he just is, uh, from his divorce, got thrown out into the world. Uh, In his mind, the rug kind of got pulled out from under him. So he's dealing with the dating world in a way that he didn't expect to have to when he was 50. Right. And, uh, you know, the, at the, and at the same time, he's a successful, successful businessman. He has 
little things within him, the golf, that he kind of missed out on when he was younger. They kind of gnaw at him, and there's a really interesting and thematic thing that happens uh, 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 that, that we have in our show, which is that the senior tour is this really unique, weird thing where you get a second chance. When you're a golfer, when you turn 50, you can join the senior tour, and suddenly you are the young guy again. It's like it just doesn't happen in, in life, right. <laughs> in any other uh, profession, really. Uh, but it happens in golf. Suddenly you become, in, from, you go from the old guy to like you're the young rookie again. So you get this weird second chance. So Joe sees this, you know, and he goes, well, you know, this, he's not fooling himself. You know how there's guys who are like, ah, I could have made it in the, I could have been a baseball player. I could have been this. And it's not that. It's something that's real that he's, now taking it upon himself to pursue, like, you know, I could actually really do this. Because um, I, Joe's just, just about good enough to be a pro. He just kind of missed it. And if he can get the little advantage of being the young guy in the senior tour, that might just be enough to put him over the top. And this is what he's sort of fighting for. Right. And, you know, as you said, there's the complexity of his character that he has a gambling problem. And you know right. that has us all. You know, you know, when you're watching it, your heart is just pounding. You're like, no, no, don't do it. <laughs> well, tonight's episode, we I will say we deal with that. I think mm-hmm. it's pretty. Um, uh, it's well, just watch. You'll see. <laughs> oh, I'll definitely be watching. You know, the yeah. next character, Andre Andre uh, Brower. Is that how you pronounce it, Brower? That's right, Andre Brower. Andre yeah. Brower. Uh, he plays Owen, and yes. Owen is the only married. Um, man of the three, and right. he's in a great marriage. You know, he's struggling to deal with his own issues involving you know his family relationships, and you know he is such a great character. I mean, he's strong yet he's vulnerable in so many ways. You know, where, who? How did you base that character? Who did you base well, that that's on? Me, of course. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything good in the characters is all me. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, that, you know, it's it's interesting because, um, uh, first of all, I mean, Ray and I are both married with kids, so certain things, we, you know, I won't say that we're, that we're as, uh, as, as great a husband as Owen is sometimes, but um, we relate more to Owen probably than to the other characters. Uh, but o- Owen's uh, situation actually came out of my friend's father owned a car dealership, he went to work for him. Their their relationship is way different and nicer than uh, Owen and his father. But there was, you know, this kind of his father was a little bit of a hard ass. You know, we took it and we twisted it for our own purposes. That Owen, uh, again, you know, uh, like you said, has a happy marriage. He's he has a he's a successful uh, businessman. He's making plenty of money. Um, but this is not what he wanted to do necessarily. And this season, we've seen as he t- took over finally as the boss, that he is growing to uh, appreciate what he has in this business and kind of fight to keep it alive. And that, yeah. that was part of our story. You know, the, 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 we don't want the show to just be about, oh, I'm doing one thing and I want to do another thing. It's not, hopefully it's more, more nuanced than that and more subtle. And there's, uh, there's um, something to be said for um, uh, starting to appreciate what you weren't appreciating, which is where Owen is right now, you know. And, and you know what I like about it? Great life and great kids. And, sorry, what's Yeah, that? I mean, it, he, it really it moves at a very fast pace. And the characters are all evolving. And I think, you know, for me, I think that um, Owen, you know, the character, uh, Andre Barrow's character, has evolved probably the most. 
Um, but it's amazing to see how all of these men are changing. And, you know, as I'm watching it, I'm thinking to myself, you know, because I was, I was thinking that, that you, you know, you're married with children and Ray is married and, you know, your children are older now and that, you know, you have a lot to draw on. And, you know, then you have Scott Bakula who plays Terry. Right. And he is the consummate player. You know, he's the hot yeah. single guy, um, you know, doesn't commit. And, you know, he, when you watch it, you either want to smack him one minute and you want to hug him the next. You know, right, right, right. Um, you know, and I think that it's just the perfect blend. I mean, they're so different, but together they're just incredible. You know, they're they're uh, they have a great chemistry, everybody, and um, you know, I think Scott's character is is um, in many ways he's got the most to accomplish. Uh, he looks around and he looks at his friends who have uh, wives and and uh, or at least you know kids <laughs> and. Uh, uh, successful uh, jobs, and he's a guy who never worried about that stuff, you know, because he didn't have to and he didn't want to. He's charming. He got by plenty of women around. He got right. enough jobs as an actor to kind of get by. It's not that he's unsuccessful um, overall. He's not a guy who's – like he's a good actor. He's not fooling himself. It's just that when you're an actor, you can be a great actor and still not get work. There's too many actors. That's just – the reality of the situation. We know lots of them out here. Uh, we've been lots of them, Ray and I. So uh, he's gotten to that certain age where there's a little bit of, uh, okay, where am I going with this? You know, am I going to, uh, what's my retirement plan? <laughs> uh, right. And right. the same thing goes for women. You know, at, at a certain age, when do I become, uh, you know, do I really want to be single? Maybe I do because that's the, that's a perfectly legitimate uh uh, way to be, but I think you start to question, if I'm going to get married, this may be the time I need to start working on that because uh, the years are going by. And he, these are all the things that are sort of entering his head, and he's, it makes, I think, for a very interesting push and pull because of the way he was and the way he's kind of trying to be now. And there's this shift that's going on now. I mean, I think it was the last scene of the last um, show. Um, was the last one League of Their Own? Um, yes. You know, when you see you know, Ray, you know, all of a sudden it seems like um, even um, even Terry is sort of passing him by as far as, you know, happiness and love. So, you know, it's really, it's interesting to see, you know, where this is going to go with all of it. But, you know, I think that women are learning a lot from this show because I think women had a perception of, um, you know, what men talk about. And, you know, like I, I said before, there was, I made an analogy to Sex in the City, and I think maybe it's because of that every morning meeting at the diner for breakfast and, you know, the strong storylines that they had. But, you know, I think that it really shows the male bonding in this. And, you know, it just happens to be that they're three very funny men. But, you know, it's really, I think women are going to really learn a lot if they watch this mo this show. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't want to say we're in a position of teaching anybody anything. <laughs> uh, scary thought, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it's extremely scary. Uh, no woman, uh, especially my wife, would ever buy that I could teach a woman uh, anything, uh, or a man, or a child, for that matter. Um, but, you know, I, I, I we just try to keep the characters specific. It's really about these guys. I mean, I, I kind of like to say that there's a lot of shows about teenagers. There's a lot of shows about people in their 20s, and usually that's all about coupling up, you know. Right. There's a lot of shows about people in their 30s, and a lot of times those are about families and what happens there and marriage. 
And this is a show about people, you know, in their 40s, but it's really just about life. I like shows about people in their 20s and their 30s, <laughs> and about teenagers for that matter. I like watching shows about life. And this is sort of, we're just showing what these three guys are doing and, and their families. And there's a lot of great women characters on the show, even though the three main ones are... Uh, oh, absolutely. And, you know, there was a show, I, it's not really like 30-something, because that was kind of a, that had a whole different approach, really. But um, there's, there's, it's a relationship show, and um, it's, uh, it's got some, uh, you know, I, 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 I tend to find that when men and women watch it, they, they both seem to like it. So hopefully we're doing all right on that uh-huh. front. I'm sure you are. And, you know, you just mentioned the supporting actors um, and the female actresses. You know, um, they're outstanding. I mean, the cast is outstanding. As a matter of fact, my neighbor, when she's here in New York, um, my next-door neighbor was um, played, I think it was Brenda was her character, Jessica Lundy. Um, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, she, yeah. Of course, she was great. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah she, she was on the who, show. Who's got, uh, well, I should say Terry, who Terry uh, almost uh, went home with uh, and sort of thought the better of it because he realized maybe I don't want to be the guy who breaks up somebody's marriage tonight. Right, right. Yeah, you know, yeah. he does. That, that's the thing about Terry is that, you know, he could be a player, but he's got a conscience, you know. Um, you know, right. And I mentioned earlier that from day one, um, you know, my husband and I, we, we just watched it and loved it. And, um, you know, as the show evolved, what really got me hooked, because on Twitter, my Twitter name is Child Anxiety, and the show is usually for special needs um, children. And right. the storyline that um, you brought into it really impressed me. And it wasn't so much that you brought in um, the storyline of um, Joe, Ray Romano's son, has a pretty severe anxiety disorder. And, you know, that I loved that. But what really impressed me was how well it was done. I mean, you really captured the anxiety and the confusion that parents face. And the kid is amazing representing it. Yeah, he's great. It. He's great. They're, I mean, actually, both kids are great. The kid, obviously, Braden uh, Lamas, mm-hmm. he plays Albert. He he uh, has more, a uh, little more to do when he has the uh, when we focus on the anxiety. You know, uh, Brittany Kern plays his sister, who's also fantastic. She she just plays a character who's a little more together. <laughs> Although some would argue if you saw this, so far, <laughs> she's got her own problems. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, part of that was based on some experience Ray, some, some experiences Ray went through with his kids. Um, that wasn't, I think, as severe as we were portraying it in the show. Again, we sort of took it and twisted it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But there's a, a, a thing that we're uh, that kind of holds true throughout the course of what I think will be the whole series, which is that Joe is going through his thing, Albert is going through his thing. Teenagers go through a thing. Everybody goes through something, you know. And uh, for Albert, it's, it's what we showed in the first season with anxiety. This season we're showing him dealing with it a little bit better uh, and having – some success with that, um, and Joe, uh, on his own level, is sort of going through not anxiety. He doesn't have social anxiety or anything like that. But, but the two of them are a little bit tied together, always, thematically right. and, and otherwise. And you know that it, it, from from somebody that understands these types of disorders, and I'm sure thousands of people that um, you know listen to to my show and uh, follow us. Um, you know, there's always that link, and you know, you see the the link with the gambling, which is like an OCD trait, and then you see, you know, the anxiety in the kid, and you just, it, it's just, which, what really surprised me though was, you know, that you had told me that there was no research done on this, that you didn't have a, a doctor consulting you on this or anything, because it's incredible, 
you know, mostly what was incredible was the way that um, rape handled it. It's exactly the way every parent initially handles it and then, you know, does the right thing. So, I mean, it's just, it's great. Well, I was shocked. Well, that, thank you. And, I mean, uh, we, I, the further we, if we go further with it, it you know, certainly we get a, a consulted doctor. We were basing this on, you know, things that had happened with, with right. Ray and, um, so we kind of done research that way, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think if we go to a third uh, season, uh, we'll you know be. What do you mean if? <laughs> well, when? Okay, when? Okay, when? Um, we just don't have the word yet, but when? Um, you know, and then Albert is going to be. It's funny because Braden, uh, his voice is changing. His mm-hmm. voice was changing during the whole season. So we're like, the next time we see this kid for the next season, he's going to come up and go, "How's it going, Mr. Romano?" <laughs> teenager full-fledged instead of a almost teenager. And the storylines there then have to change a little bit, you know. Well, I'll tell you, if it does, I have the perfect doctor. There's a doctor, I, I won't mention his name here, but um, he is probably the foremost authority in gambling and he's an authority in child anxiety. So he would be oh. the perfect, he will be the perfect yeah. consult for you. Um, Actually, yeah, that's really one size fits all. Oh, he he's great. He's a doll, too. Yeah. Um, you know, another component to it is that you really put great music in. Yeah, and that has to be, you know, that has to be a lot of work, too, because the music is really weaved into the shows so well. Well, um, Ray and I, you know, put a lot, I mean, we do a lot of work editing. We have two great editors who uh, have helped us creatively fit everything together. We have a great music supervisor, uh, Gary Calamar, who's a pretty well-known DJ and has done music for tons and tons of stuff. But when we use a song, we want it to count. You know, that's our, our motto. We don't want to just play some 70s music that's kind of meaningless because, mm-hmm. oh, they grew up in the 70s or whatever. It, we want it to be thematic with the show. And um, I think most of the time, you know, this last one with the, A League of Their Own was a, a pretty good example of how we try to first set it up with the whole heads up, keep your head up, keep your head up. That's repeated right. throughout the show. And then it comes in at the end and, and turns into this, uh, you know, I don't want to ruin it if you haven't seen it, but sort of takes over. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hold your head up. That song you know, and life. I had actually, yeah, it really does. Oh, the it's last one was so I good. Like until we used it, you know. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it's just really, the music is just so effective in it, too. You know, I actually downloaded uh, three of the songs, Reflections of My Life, um, Ooh La La, and um, When I Grow Up to Be a Man. I actually played one while we were waiting for you to come on, and I'm going to play them. I um, heard, cause... yes. When we're done with the interview. Well, you know, the show is far from gloom and doom. I mean, it is absolutely hysterical. So, you know, I I know that it's not a sitcom, it's not a comedy, but it is absolutely hysterical. And, uh, you know, it appeals to to a huge audience. You know, it's one of those shows that you hate when you, you know, you look at the the clock and you see that it's five minutes until the end because you just want more, you know. Um, Oh, great, great. Yeah. So what was your favorite episode so far? Well, I liked last uh, week's, the softball one. I, I was pretty much one of my favorites. I, I really liked uh, also the, I liked the colonoscopy one, called the, which is called Let the Sunshine In. Uh, another one. <laughs> you you we, say it, I have to laugh. I know, it's a pun. I can't, it's, it's one of those things that <laughs> was a little bit. Again, I want to stress, <laughs> it's right. not all uh, uh, puns in that direction. Um, no, it, it's really it's uh, it's so such a smart smart show. I mean, people will absolutely love it. And I know it's out on uh, the first season is out on DVD. First season is on DVD. Um, all the shows are on iTunes. 
There's also uh, uh, all the summer episodes are at TNT.TV. And, you know, I just want to stress, because I know people, I know myself, when I, there's a series coming out that I hear is good, I um, go, well, I'll, get, I'll start from the beginning, you know, and I'll wait. And that's fine. But our show isn't, it's not lost, you know what I mean? <laughs> you're not, right, right. You can, you can jump in. It's not going to, you're not going to be confused. You'll be entertained. Um, I think if people are, are a little obsessive about, oh, I don't want to just jump in right now, they, if they went to the website and watched the ones from just this summer, it's a very good jumping in point. But you can kind of jump in anytime. You'll catch up. If you like it, you'll watch what happened before then. It won't ruin anything. It's not, you know, right. not like that. It's not that kind of show. Right, and I actually posted um, on the TNT website, they have the, I guess, two or three episodes from this year, so people can just, you know, watch those and catch up, too, because it, it, yes, yes. you watch one, you're hooked. Um, you know, Mike, I'm just going to see, we had a lot of, uh, we've had quite a few callers on hold here, I'm not sure if we still okay. have them, they've been off from the beginning, let me see if I can get one or two on. Um, Area code 954, are you still with us? Hello? Uh, yes, yes. Hi, hello? how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Terrific. Would you like to say hello to Mike Royce? Yes, I am. And this is this is Roger Walters. I'll be that. Uh, at the what's that? Okay, this is this is Roger Walters. Um, I have a blog called the Upbeat That, and, and oh, okay. Marianne and I follow each other on there. Yeah, I just want to say I I, I really appreciate the show and. Um, it's I I I look a lot at, at fathers and and I'm a, I always look at any program from a father's perspective and just seeing the midlife crisis. I'm in my early forties at this point, and I can relate to a lot of these these issues. I mean the the, the prostate and all that stuff. I, you know, all those, those things. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done anything with that. We haven't done. I'm not, I'm not well, saying we thought, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it, it's it's something I I really enjoy and I appreciate uh, you doing it. And it, it's good that that you have a, a happily married father as well as a a, a divorced father because it, that's this it's life, you know. And and that's one right. of every that's two, right. yeah, one of every two individuals, one of every two marriages is going to end. So it's good, good to see those pers- those perspectives and really appreciating the good things in life, which is just friends and family. Great. Well, that's I appreciate. It. I'm glad you like it, and you know that. Uh, that's what we want to portray. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for calling in. We appreciate it. Okay. Well, we've come to uh, the end of the show. I really want to thank you for joining us. You know, I think that if there is any population that needs a good laugh and a good break from their reality, it is parents with special needs children. And this will be a much welcome relief. Trust me. You will love it. So, again, thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Okay. Take care. Um, I want to announce that Sunday our guest is uh, Joel Yanofsky. He is the author of Bad Animals. Um, you might know him as the author of Jacob's Ladder. And Chuck Wally will be hosting that Sunday night. As we end each show, you are your child's best advocate. If not you, then who? Become an informed, educated parent. Hope you enjoyed the show tonight. Something a little bit different for you. Have a great night, everybody. Oh, and it's on tonight. It's on in 20 minutes. Turn it on. Men of a Certain Age on uh, TNT. Good night. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.